G'day, welcome to Brownlow Bar, where myself, Bards, Nev and Tybo discuss all the weekend's footy action, our Brownlow votes thus far in the season, and what's hot and what's not in the rest of the footy world. G'day, welcome back to the bar, folks, for uh, the completion of round five's action. Tybo, Nev, welcome, lads. Glad to be back, mate. G'day, mate. Happy as Larry to be here. Yeah, a few mixed results over the weekend's footy, boys. A couple of blowouts again. We're, uh, we've got a couple of blowouts every weekend at the moment. Um, but Jesus, Richmond bounced back in big fashion. Um, yeah, what do you think of the footy as a whole, boys, across the weekend? Yeah, uh, it was good, mate. There's, um, yeah, just a few really close games again um, and, and some unexpected results as well. Doggies still lighting it up, boys, aren't they? They they're, are, They're mate. doing all right. D's travelling along very nicely, just getting wins. Jesus, a few live wires around at the moment too, just lighting up the comp. It's so good to watch. Yeah, and probably a couple of teams, boys, I reckon, struggling more than we probably predicted they would at the start of the year. But uh, we'll get to that. One of those are in me topics here right now, as a matter of fact. So, school's out, fellas, and this is what I learnt over the weekend's action. Um, the use of phones during games. Big bloody no-no. Oh, Collingwood. Honestly, are they ever going to get anything right? Um, they've The full... Eddie's taken the fall... He's been axed and they're still making mistakes without him. So he can't have been the whole problem there. But anyway, silly mistake by the boys. I'm sure there wasn't much to it. But I want to know your opinion on the old phones in games. Um, they just probably should have known better. Uh, the current Charlie medalist boys, the Brownlow holder himself, Lockie Neal, was back in a big way this weekend. I want to know where your thoughts are on him at the moment. And the team I want to focus on this week is, as I just alluded to before, is Geelong, one that I think is struggling a little more than they probably should be. Uh, I want to know where where we think they're at tonight, boys. So and You're not taking the piss out of Ty either. You're no, no, like... not trying to just... No, no. <laughs> i tell you what, but I would have if they <laughs> continued like on their way after the first quarter. But uh, but his, his, uh, his voice on this will obviously be a stronger opinion that we will take note of more than anything, I guess, because... Uh, you're, they are you, your beloved cats, Ty. So kick off there, mate. What's your thoughts you on them? Start mate? with them. Yeah, uh, no, it. yeah, you're right. They've been pretty disappointing. Um, I don't know. I think it's it's probably tough for someone like Dangerfield to miss three games. He's never missed more than three games in a row um, in his career um, to come back and and have a big impact straight away. Um, and having someone like that, if you take um, Dusty out of the Tigers, take Patrack out of um, the Demons, they're not going to perform as well. When you lose your best player, you're not going to be performing. Um, they got him back this week. It was great to see, but um, yeah, I think it just it'll take a bit for him to sort of all gel. They got a few new players in, take him time to gel. But I'm, I'm disappointed. That's all you as well. put it down to, though. It's just the loss of dangers. Yeah. Of, oh, just, it's a yeah. big enough loss. They're obviously side, just but... not playing how they want to play at the moment, how they should be playing at the moment. Um, yeah. And and sort of obviously their game style last year, they were very strong in defence. The last couple of years they've been strong in defence, um, chipping around nice and slow and building their way up the ground. But this year it's been proven that you've got to move it quicker and. They just haven't um, taken it on board yet, but I think it'll come. Like they've got players there that, um, on paper, they look unreal. So um, yep. they just got to gel together yeah. as a team. He was always going to come back in pretty pretty hot form because you know, luckily enough for them, he didn't actually miss miss games as such. He missed them at the top level, but he was still allowed to play in the uh, reserve competition. So only the practice match, he wasn't allowed to play in the actual comp. So. No, sorry, but yeah. So, but anyway, that lot of talk about that as well, whether or not mm. they should be allowed to do that when they're technically. Band, should they be, should they be able to keep their match fitness up when they're suspended or um yeah is it a bit of an unfair thing but anyway it's the same rules for everybody shouldn't club, they knock so him out doesn't need to be focused on um with just danger it doesn't matter who it is they all get to play in a practice match if they want to so 
But anyway, so no other issues there, Toy. I think they just they'll, they'll latch onto that faster ball movement soon enough. You think you're not too concerned? No, no, I wouldn't be worried this time of year. Um, yeah, it, it's been tough to watch, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm not worried yeah. at this time Could of be year. Could be different. I think they suffered a couple of losses there, maybe, but they've yeah, they've still got they the find w. the way to win, and they've done that in the past. They they always sort of um, they find a way to win those close games. Um, they had a period where they they just wouldn't lose under ten points, so. Um, they somehow find a way to win those games and, and then carry on at the right end of the season. Yeah, Same thoughts there, Nev, really? Or? Yeah, pretty much. Um, <clears throat> Cameron should be back this week too, so that'll give him another focal point up there. I'll tell you what, I was just looking at the ladder, mate. Um, that sneaky one-point win that you've got over the lines earlier, if you didn't get that, you'd be sitting down in like 11th or 12th. So it's just amazing. Like You just get up by that one point and your season looks a hell of a lot better. Do you know what I mean? Whereas the Lions, if they had to won it, would they basically swap on the ladder? So, yeah, it's... it's Yeah, it's fine margins, mate. I, th- I don't think... Definitely no time to worry. Next um, next few weeks will soon soon be the telling telling matter anyway. I think they've got West Coast, uh, followed by the Swans, I believe, and then I had a look earlier today, uh, Richmond as well. So that's three. Sydney, Sydney have test. lost a bit of confidence and maybe their younger bodies are getting a little bit fatigued. Um... So maybe that's a that's obviously a winnable game. They're all winnable, but West Coast and Richmond, they're pretty testing sides to be copping this time of the year when you're not full flight. So, yeah, three weeks' time, we'll know. Uh, the other couple of points, boys, I don't know. Phones in games. Yeah, <laughs> um, mate, I think they were just trying to book their next tattoo session. They're both out injured for a couple of weeks. So <laughs> I think they were just getting in early. Yeah, pretty rough. Yeah, um, the I can understand why, yeah. They don't want betting why, during why the games. Locked? Apparently, yeah, they're supposed yeah. to be locked, so... They're not locked. I'm going to go grab my freaking phone if I'm yeah. injured. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. You'd have to think that maybe the players didn't know. Like, they know they're not allowed to use them during the game like when they're playing, say. But I, I don't know. I wonder if the question's been put to them. Did you actually know that if you're injured during a game that you weren't allowed to go get your phone? They may not have even bloody known. I they're lucky know. no one else went in there. Because I would have thought had... I'd have thought it was pretty normal that you Lucky no one else walked down the tunnel. They could have had 20 grand worth of phones there. Just swiped them and off they go. They were sitting there on the bench... Wide open. Plenty of extortion there. They could have uh, used it against the players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, still, um, I guess it just comes down to the hierarchy of all clubs is if the players didn't know, they need to be told about these things. And if they did, well, they need to be still shown further discipline. I think Eddie to, forgot to, to tell them before because, he left. Yeah, fair dinkum. <laughs> it's always Collingwood at the moment. Like, yeah. And they're, and they're always in the spotlight, being the club that they are. But um, you just got to be better. And nothing's be happened from it yet. They haven't copped any. No, they think they'll be. Oh, It'll just be Pe- fine. Pendles was saying he was he was of the opinion it should just be a warning because it's just a reminder to the players that you can't do it. It could have just been a simple slip of the, you know, the mind, and they've just gone to let their families know that, um, you know, this is Pendles obviously sticking up for his teammates too. But he said, as far as he knows, they were just letting their families know they were okay. I yeah. doubt I doubt the first person they text when they picked up that phone was mum. But Sports anyway, um, Pendles is probably aware that. Um, that Dugowie's put a $45,000 bet on West Coast to win by 30 points. <laughs> yeah, he still wants a share. Yeah. And he's like, oh, mate, oh, that's all right. He can do that. Well, he ain't getting it's that fine. big contract, is he? So, yeah, so, the way he's fucking playing. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Anyway, and uh, the last one, boys, Lockie Neal. Um, I guess we'll reveal a bit later on how he polled, but I dare say it was pretty prolific, like mine were. Um, he's back. Um or is he? That's yeah, what I want to ask one, you. One week. I think the conditions helped him a lot. Conditions allowed a tag to not really be evidence. Always on the ground. He's just a bull. Loves getting in that inside ball and 
yeah, yeah. teaming down conditions suited him down to a good team. on him. Good on him for you yeah. know, having a great game. He didn't look sore though. But for me, again, he only played well because he didn't have a tag. So yeah, it's going to be tough I'll next week. Carlton next week. Him. He's got Ed Kerno, so we'll see if he's back or not. Probably not. We're going to uh, have to get Robert and knock And then Kurnow two out, weeks, two weeks on from that, um, they play. Who do they play? I had this up before. Um, Frio, Frio don't have a tagger, do they? Uh, Frio, no. Frio mate. don't have much right now. They I know they won, be. but <laughs> yeah, they got Port Adelaide there in two weeks' time. I think, don't they? First or two weeks' time? Yeah, so they've got Carlton, Carlton this week Port. coming, then Port Adelaide. So um, Port yeah. don't really put the clamps on that much. They back themselves back to be good themselves. enough, yep. really. Yeah, and they are pretty bloody good too. But anyway, yeah, like uh, there's going to be people going, "Oh, he's back! He's back! Here we go! This is the start of his run." Um, yeah, I'm with you, blokes. Let's not be too excited about that. I think he just got a game where he didn't get any attention, like he did for a whole season last year. And mm. <laughs> he got off the chain. So, But good on you, Lockie. It's good to see because uh, when he's playing well, the Lions are playing well, ain't they? They are, mate. They are. Right, oh, high and low lights for the round, fellas. Uh, who wants to kick that one off? I'll start, mate. Highlights. Got to be the Demons form, the way they're playing. Um, their little live wire, Cosy Pickett. I think I mentioned him a couple of weeks ago. How I just loved his day—not de- his debut game, but his game—and yeah, they're flying high. I think he got a few difficult games coming up, so I think they got Richmond, Anzac weekend. So I think that's this weekend actually. So that's going to be their litmus test, test as well. Yeah. I think that'll that'll show where they are if they can get over them, mate. I think they're definitely flag contenders. Yep, hundred uh, percent. My highlight is actually the same as my low light. It's um. Buddy Franklin, what? yeah, I'm going to give you give you both at once. <laughs> um, Buddy Franklin is my highlight this week. Um, Killed it again because yeah, he was absolutely unreal. You forget just how good he, he was. Yep. Like he's played ten games in the last two years um, and missed all of last year. Um, so yeah, he's just he was absolutely absolutely unreal. He's such a big unit. The way he swings out and kicks with his left foot, it's um, magnificent. But the low light is that he's fucking injured again. This guy's made of butter. Um, and he's out for another four <laughs> bloody weeks. So this, he bruised up, didn't he? Bone oh, bruising, unreal. Yeah, just peach. just an accidental little knock in a contest, and he's gone again. So it happens so, when you're 34 and you've kicked almost oh, a thousand goals. Your legs are pretty weary. Exactly. If he wasn't injured all this time, he would have well over a thousand by now. I squeal well you. over. So, I'm 34. Mm. My legs are friggin' weary, and I haven't got near that many goals under my belt. I don't think you've kicked 20. <laughs> you've had a thousand kicked against you, probably. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> yeah, righto. Uh, fair point too. Yeah, the big bud. Um, geez, he lit it up, didn't he? He's, he? You might feature in my votes a bit later on there, boys. Um, my highlight is a young fella named Oscar Allen. Um, just loved watching him play the other night. Just everything he did. Um, he 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 didn't do anything poorly. Do you know what I mean? Like he had it all. Even for a big unit, his his forward pressure and his chase down and tackling because he's got speed as well. He was just awesome, mate. And the way he clunks a grab and the way he leaps it packs uh, up on the back of shoulders of even you know formidable opponents that for a bloke of his age he should be a bit daunted by. Just takes it all in his stride. And mate, he has vice grip like hands and he's. Oh, he's just a perfect replacement when Josh Kennedy's had enough. It's just going to be sliding doors for them. Nothing will change at uh, West Coast. He is going to be unbelievable, Oscar Allen. And I, yeah, I just love watching the kid play. So I'm all about him at the moment. Yeah. Um, low light now. Right, I Team's ties done, yeah. his, mate. Um, just us. My low light is the bloody word syndesmosis. 
shit word anyway, isn't I it? I am sick of hearing it. I think it's a nice word. It's <laughs> when you see the person cop one, it's disgusting <laughs> and it makes me want to vomit because yep. their leg twists in all ways it shouldn't. Um, it's just happening a lot more. We yeah. touched on it last week because there's a lot more tackling in that. But I'm sick of hearing the word. I don't want to see any more of them. Um, Can you give me a medical report on this, Ty? What is is syndesmosis? Is it like yeah, is it actually so just is it still just you've torn ligaments in your ankle? It is. Yeah. So That's the, the bottom of your your two shin bones, we'll say um, yep. tibia and fibula. Um, there's a bit of connective tissue in there, and when you twist um, twist your ankle and then bend the knee back at the same time, it um, it just rips it apart, right? Um, and but I think it's it's become a bit of a buzzword for the bloody commentator. Oh, as soon as someone rolls their ankle, like, that's oh, a typical syndesmosis. syndesmosis. Yeah. It's like that's a typical uh, he's torn ligaments in his ankle. Yeah, I'd say so. Mm. Um, just, okay, I, I just, just want to know like, if that is exactly I, what it was, or if it's like, yeah, not tearing ligaments, it's just yeah. severely spraining them or something. But no. it is, and it takes forever to heal. Doesn't so you're still going to need minimum mm. six oh, weeks. It takes no, a long time. like ten to twelve. Yeah, it depends if if they have to have surgery or whatever to clean it up as well. Could be even longer, but um, yeah, yeah. And but the yeah. problem in our game is half the blokes that get it in the elite level have already had an ankle injury before, which is probably why majority of them need a surgery. So, but yeah, yeah right. I'm just sick Good of the job. word, mate. It is a crap word, um, and they do love it. The com team when they get a word like that, they just pound it all over it. Uh, my low light, fellas, is probably Saint Kilda. And to your credit, Nev, you probably flagged this last year about them when I was trying to convince you that. Um, Get behind them. I think they can be the real deal in a year or so's time. Told you to stick it, didn't like, I? <sighs> they, I still think that the talent's there, but yeah, you said exactly Mate, the these words in last Melbourne year. Too. Their worst is so far away from their best. It's not funny. Um, and it doesn't matter which team is against, whether it's a good side or a poor side, their best could come out or their worst could come out. And granted, Richmond are always going to hit back hard. They don't, they're never going to lose three games straight, really. Not with the side they have at the moment. But... They absolutely demolished St Kilda. Um, yeah, I just don't know. I don't know what to say about the Saints, but they need to, for their fans' sake, to actually believe they are gonna go potentially all the way or close this year. They need to get that rot out of the game because that chance. uncompetitive stuff is just not. Did, I, they need a ruckman. I shit you not. Like that's a huge oh, part of it. One hundred percent. Is they need a ruckman laid out to Rowan. Without Rowan there, with Paddy Ryder still not back in yet, it's just brutal on poor old Paul Hunter in there. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's obviously a bit to do with it. Did you see but, David King's um, analysis of the Saints and why they're stuck? No, I didn't, mate. Because no. I said so. No, yeah, because he, he <laughs> put up a video of the Brownlow bar. Um, no, so so they're, they're pushing really hard forward, and that's why they came back against West Coast. They're pushing really hard forward and just flying in, but their two-way run's not there. So as soon yep. as a team like Richmond gets out um, and breaks past them all forward, it's um, they're full, clear, full and it's over. It's to the goal, goal Exactly, square. and that's yep. what happened when they got flogged uh, two weeks ago by, who was that, Essendon? Essendon flogged them, and then yep. they got done yep, by Richmond by another 80-odd. In the same um, way. They're just not pushing back enough. They're, I don't know, lazy. Just forward them lazy Saints. Yeah. Yep. yeah. They're just, they're very good at attacking. If they do get on a roll when they're all flying forward, um, it's hard to stop, as you could see if you're a West Coast supporter or a West Coast player. Um, but yeah, they just, yeah. When, that, they, when they're not doing backing that. backing themselves in a little too much. Too much, yeah. And that's what just you're saying. Defensive like, pressure's not there. Worst and best is so far away. Like, <coughs> shit, three weeks ago. Amazing two weeks ago. Garbage again. Yeah. So somewhere in there, the coaching panel will, you know, have to have something there where if a game starts to get all way like that, there has to be something put out there as to where do we retract back to now, only pushing so far forward until we get 
mm. the momentum back in our favour. But anyway, right. we'll wait and see. Hopefully they can do something about it. Uh, fellas, let's head to the newsroom. Welcome back to the newsroom. So we've got a few here. Um, Jordan Ngoi busted his nose, I think. I don't know if he'll be out yet or what, but he's a flog anyway. And he's shit at football, so it won't matter. Um, <laughs> Jeremy Howe's done his hemi. That'll hurt them. It didn't look great either, so that could be quite a few weeks. Not sure on the amount yet, obviously. They haven't released the injury reports until Tuesday, generally. Um, Hickey has hurt his knee. It looks PCL, so that's six to eight weeks. Um, so that's going to hurt the Sydney team in general because he was giving them first use a lot. Now they're going to have to rely on, is it Sinclair, I think? Is he still injured, though? Which is the one that's not injured? Do they have one? The other the other idiot. Naismith. No, no, Naismith's got the knee. Yeah, yeah, so Sinclair's just shit. So. Um, Franklin's got bone bruising. We spoke about that. So I think any slither of chance he had of kicking lots of bags and getting the Coleman, I think, has gone now. We said he wouldn't see the season out. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Housen's hurt his shoulder. I don't know for how long. Um, shoulders are funny, though. Once they're injured, generally, they probably need surgery and need time to heal. So um, Ridley, concussion, he'll be out for a week. Um, that's going to hurt them uh, majorly because he's their massive ball user. And I think he's got a few votes this year already. So um, Chera has hurt his ankle. So that might mean more attention goes on to Brayshaw or Fife might have to play more midfield. Or maybe Sarong gets a crack. I don't know. Um, Danger ankle reckons it's just a tweak, but we'll see. He loves to play it up for the media, so it's probably nothing wrong with him. Um, Aaron Hall, uh, I think he got concussed as well, so it'll be a week. Um, there's talk Jeremy Cameron's ready, so expect him back. Um, yeah, he's 22 goals behind Tex Walker. I think it's too far to make up, but we've seen people go six six five, so it can happen. Uh, Whitfield's one to two weeks away, they're saying, but we'll wait and see. Uh, don't know how long bruised livers take to heal. Uh, Caleb Daniel's back from suspension, so one week off. Obviously, he's not Brownlow relevant anymore. Um, and just a quick little one, but John O'Patton's retired. So he apologised for his little uh, phone episode with a female or whatever it was, a lewd message, and he's retired. So, uh, yeah, good career, mate. Could have been better. See ya. <laughs> right. Um, didn't we say last week that you were just going to keep this Brownlow relevant? Oh, I was about to <laughs> yeah, say the yeah, same right. thing. A lot of the time when I mention a player, it could, it oh, could definitely help someone like Flaff get more votes, etc. First et four names mm. I fell asleep during. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, Tagoe's relevant. I just love bagging him out. Tagoe? I could tell. You'll get trolled one day from a bloody former player or something. Like <laughs> carry on. At least, I'll, at least I'll talk to me. At least they listen to the <laughs> podcast. That's what we want. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, what was relevant, Ty? <laughs> Did oh, you find anything, mate? There's not, oh. not no no massive names. Yeah, you, not, you, you're probably not, right not about direct. Sydney. Um, geez, loss of depth in rucks at the moment. If you don't have them in your team, you're it's a huge. Well, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a big th- big deal. So Sydney, if Sydney lose a few games, you know, off the back of having no ruckman there, then it it damages the likes of Parker probably more than anything because uh, worse to. Oh, I mean, at best, I should say, you'll get like your two votes and your one votes potentially. And even then, you've still got to be the best in your side if you're losing. So, yeah, that makes it a little bit tougher. So, I haven't looked at their run ahead, but, um, yeah, he's probably the biggest one along with Ridley. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think Ridley... Ridley's not really Brownlow relevant, yeah. but he does control the footy going back forward to the likes of Merritt and those boys. Um, he'll help Eston control the footy. 
So Essendon could still lose a few more games off the back of him too, but he'll only be a week, won't he? Yeah, so, I hope so. Yeah. So he's a gun. Yeah. No, uh, mate. No, no more movement really. Just like in relation to Coleman, um, Franklin obviously injured again. He's gone. You said um, Cameron back may it may even reduce Hawkins' input now um, to where he was. And um, and Cameron can't be kicking it. bags. He's just missed out on that opportunity with North Melbourne. Geelong nearly lost. So <laughs> um, there's no way Jez is going to be getting tens this year. So he he is too far behind for me. Yeah, uh, definitely. And Paddy Dangerfield, he will 100% play. He knows he's already... Well, he's ineligible, isn't he? So it doesn't yeah. matter. But he won't be wanting to miss one any more games. So, yeah. Mm. He's still paying a fair bit to make the top 20 in that um, sports bet um, uh, market yeah, that, ca- the, that came out. Market, yeah. So, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, apparently he was paying $26 uh, to make the top 20. And that is absolutely unreal considering he's been top five nearly every His whole year career. for the last... Yeah. 10 years. Wow. So, that's unbelievable. Um, hmm. All right, Side boys, note. let's move on to our uh, vote count. All right, fellas, we'll kick it off with the uh, first game of the round, obviously, um, which was Richmond versus the Saints. Oh, I discussed this one a little bit earlier. St. Kilda were bloody woeful, uh, but Richmond, you know, take nothing away from them either. They were brilliant. Led by their uh, their one and only in Dustin Martin. Um, another phenomenal game by Dusty. Uh, just discussed a bit off air there, boys. I was pretty tight for, for not giving him the three votes here. But uh, you blokes are adamant he's good enough. So, I, yeah, I just thought he's a tiny bit quieter than previous games. But uh, nonetheless, he was still too prolific. So he led most disposals um, and 34 of them. So three votes for Dusty. Yeah, mate. I went with Dusty, the bullying force in midfield. So, yeah, tore it up. Yeah, Dusty again. Um, when he kicks goals, um, I just you can't look past him. Yeah, he kicked a goal. You just can't look past him when he's hitting the scoreboard. I don't think. Yep, uh, fair enough, mate. And uh, two votes. So this guy, honestly, he was very, very close to the three for me. Uh, I only got to catch the second half of this game, unfortunately. But watching it, he was just running rampant over his opponent, which was um, poor old Paul Hunter there, who's doing his best, but he just can't go with the big dogs um, of the competition. And that was obviously uh, Toby Nankovis. Uh, 40 hit-outs for the big fella, along with 22 disposals and uh, seven or eight clearances of his own. So that's that's huge work. And uh, he didn't hit the scoreboard at the end there. I thought he was going to, but he didn't quite seal it for me. But yeah, two votes for big Nank. Yeah, I didn't have him. Um, I actually gave my two votes to Edwards, Shane Edwards, mate. Uh, 29 disposals, couple of tackles, kicked a goal. He was everywhere as well. Dusty's perfect little sidekick this game. So yeah, Edwards for two. Shit, I, I didn't realise that um, Nank had 40 hit-outs. <laughs> ah, well. Um, I have Rewalt there. He was enormous, I'm telling you. Uh, five goals, three for Rewalt um, and 17 disposals. So I thought he was, he was very good up there again. Um, he, he kicks... Somehow he kicks those snaps from the pocket every game. Left barely foot, misses snap, him, bang. does he? Yeah. Like, seriously, every he, just, time. he just barely misses from anywhere. Um, he's dead set the best set shot in the comp. Um, so, yeah, Jack, he got my one vote. Yeah, Jack got my one vote too. Uh, I had Shy Bolton, Shay Bolton uh, with the one. Um, Oliver is unreal, and oh, he's lucky that Jack kicked five goals. Joss, he would have been up there with two, and probably pushing for the three vote uh, with Dusty. But um, yeah, twenty nine touches, led the clearances, kicked a goal, um, had a goal assist, and he's got that top deck haircut. Um, yep. Chocolate on the sides, white chocolate on top, mate. He was good. Yep, yep. Um, I'll tell you what, I'm glad you had him as a vote, to be honest, because 
he was the unlucky one for me and we know that unlucky doesn't mean shit so I'm just glad it meant something because you had him <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Nev didn't have uh, fence paling in his ass on that one actually nah, I thought mate. he'd be splitting that vote for sure nah nah try not to do that all the time um, anyway <laughs> next game Eagles versus Pies um, this bloke I thought was unreal and he topped it off with his three goals so I went Dom Sheed for three I uh, thought he was bloody awesome and those three goals I think I'm, I'm going to forget that he kicked him in about four minutes or two something minutes. like that yeah. two minutes two yeah minutes. so the arm's not going to forget that all of a sudden this bald head pops up and goes bang 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 three votes one vote for each bang <laughs> uh, yeah, good one. Um, not in my votes. I've got Jack Redden. Not, not in your votes at all. No, mate. Uh, let me talk <laughs> oh, about Jack. Um, <laughs> Jack gets a three votes. Uh, he had 37 touches, 12 of them contested, um, 514 metres, and um, he led the ground for inside 50s. Uh, I thought he was very, very good in the midfield there. Uh, yeah, I had Jack Redden for three as well. Um, as we know, as fantasy football lovers as well, Half the time you're there, it's just watching your guy to get the ball, and every bloody time one of my guy to pick it up, Jack Redden was picking the freaking thing up. So yeah, he was he was awesome, and a lot of tackles with it. So yeah, three votes there. I um for my two votes, I actually had uh, Duggan. So for my two, so 36 disposals, 29 of them kicks. Sampy's going to remember every one of those, um, and 13 marks as well. So he was bloody marking, kicking all game. Um, that's why he got my two. Also not in my votes. Uh, I have Tim Kelly, um, former cat, obviously. Of course, Absolute gun. Um, led the ground in pressure acts, clearances, kicked a goal. Um, yeah, I thought he was very, very good. And he's, he's yeah, back to his best, I think. Best yep. year he's played at Eagles already. Yeah, so uh, to be honest, out, this was probably the hardest game. This so year, many could have got This votes. year, this is the hardest game this year that I've had to do votes on. Because I wanted Tim Kelly in there. I just thought, oh, he was just bloody super. Especially that first half. It's probably just he was a bit quiet the second half. Um, likewise, with who did you just have before Duggan. then? Duggan, mate. He was just breaking the lines. Like that run and bounce and that one-two. Streaming up the ground. But he only really did it in one big quarter for me. So I just sort of couldn't quite give it to him. But um, my two went to Oscar Allen. Um, I've already spoken about this bloke. How much I loved his game on the weekend. But it was just his presence seemed huge um, for them. So... Darling was good too, but I just had Allen out shining him due to the, you know, the running down of players and laying tackles for a big unit. Really noticeable. So yeah, yeah. Um, my one vote I split between Oscar Allen Bards and Jack Redden. So yeah, split my vote for them. Oscar Allen with that five goals, six marks. Just like you said, Bards, very noticeable. I'm just not going to forget it. Yep. Yeah, I've gone uh, different again with Gaff there for my one. Uh, I just thought. When you lead the ground with 38 touches, um, numbers, and, and he's always a, a wide runner, so he's um, just running carry with the footy and delivering the ball inside 50. So I thought, um, yeah, he's 23 kicks he had, so yeah, unreal. I didn't even mention him, and he got 38 disposals. Well, so there was there was probably more. another three or four blokes that could have quite easily yeah. been given a vote, you know. So when you yeah, said it was yeah. the hardest well, game, Darling kicked totally. five three as well, five one yeah, as well, and, with and, it and had seventeen th- touches. With so. it and had thirty disposals, nine marks in his debut. You know what I mean? So uh, Dom Sheed, mate, got my one, and it was literally just the goals that got him over the line. Unfortunately, that sort of that was the seal. Of, you know, that was the straw that broke the camel's back in that game. <laughs> they had no chance of getting back into it after he did that. So. Uh, yeah, I think umpires, like you said, Nev, will definitely remember he has he had a played a strong role. 
Alright, uh, what are we next? Dog's Sons? Dog's yep. Sons. Yep. Dog's Sons. Uh, three votes I've gone with uh, the Milestone Man, 150 games, Bontempelli. Three goals, 33 disposals, three Brownlow votes. Oh, I 100% agree with you. There was another guy there that was right on the <clears> hammer with him, and it was literally that extra criteria we throw in called Milestone that bumped him up to the three votes for me. Same. All, all the same there. The Milestone got him over the line. Very good. Uh, that's uh, one to lock in on game day. Uh, Dunkley there's got the two votes for me. Uh, he's probably the other bloke you're talking about. He had 37 touches, 17 contested possessions, eight tackles, seven clearances, led the ground in all of those stats, and kicked two goals. And but he, he hasn't played under 50 games. And he <laughs> didn't want to play for the Dogs this year. Mate. And they, he was supposed to be the one that would be out of favour in the midfield. He's bumping his price tag up. Big yep. time. No one's going to be out he, of uh, except for North Melbourne. He definitely <laughs> got my two votes too, mate. Yeah, he was bloody phenomenal. Dunks for two. Easy one. All right. This is good. Uh, let's go for three from three here. I've got um, Jack McRae with the one vote. Three goal assists, which you guys know is one of my favourite little things this year um, for votes. Seven clearances and 35 disposals at 88% efficiency. He was um, he was very good. Who'd you say, mate? Jack McRae. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I had Adam Trelaw. So, much the same. Um, I think Trelaw hit the scoreboard again, didn't he? This, this two goals, round. mate. Yeah. So, that, that's what got the nudge for me. Um, yeah, the two goals just <coughs> lend in his favour. I'm with you there, Bards. I had to go Trelaw over, over McRae. I was going to split the vote, but I just thought Trelaw was just a bit better, especially when he hit the hit the scoreboard. So, yeah. yeah. Really fine his groove there now, Trelaw, isn't he, boys? So he is, mate. He can be a bit of a genuine threat to poll votes as well yet in the Brownlow, but also steal votes. So they're just so hard to judge the dogs. It's just everyone's having a day out each different week. So um, Swans versus GWS we're on to. Now, Lance Buddy Franklin, we won't be seeing him over the next few weeks, but uh, he, he was enough of a highlight package on his own to earn the three votes in this one, which was a bit of a simmering game for a long time. Um, he stood the tallest where everyone else just had moments. So. Buddy Franklin for me too. He run the he won the Brett Kirk Award too, which is the best on-ground medal. So that yep. for me just went the bang, court, yep. lock him in. Correct. Uh, yeah, three, three votes for uh, Buddy. And my two votes, fellas, tough again, to be honest with you. Uh but I gave it to the best for GWS as they did win the game at the end of the day uh, and it went to Josh Kelly. Um, definitely, for me, probably his best game of the season. So Far yeah. and above the best, his best game of the season. He's been shit this year. Um, <laughs> he's been played so... I yeah, know. Yeah. Just, he's a, he's a, that's he's Leon, a, He's it? a midfielder and he's playing forward. Yeah, you Told can, you Leon You have to it. wonder if he was carrying Leon a Leon lost of the keys, mate. Start of the year, potentially. <laughs> but anyway... Yeah, uh, I had Josh Kelly there as well. After that winning goal he kicked, just icing on the cake for him. So right, two votes. Yeah. Tough game to get a clean sweep, boys. I didn't think we would, but we'll see how we go here. Uh, I had Callum Mills um, for the one vote for me for Sydney. Uh, again, I just couldn't find room for another giant there. Torino was pretty good, had his moments, but Callum Mills just did a few of the harder things, I thought. Um, a lot of tackles with his game. Nine tackles led the way there, along with still 20 disposals. So... Yeah, I just lent the way of him, but yeah, honestly. I um, I point. actually went with your boy Taranto that you mentioned. Um, he finished off the game really strongly. He actually was quite quiet in the first half, and then he finished really strong. Ended up with 27 disposals, four marks, four tackles. Yeah, and I just thought he did enough late to probably 
probably get the one for me. So put that broom away. No sweep. We'll let Ty decide it. Yeah, it's definitely uh, not a sweep. I have someone different. Jake, oh. Jake Lloyd uh, led the ground for disposals and meters gained. Um, although he was, he was good again. Very good. Lloyd-y. Fair enough. Level. On to Blues Port here. Um, Blues are a bit disappointing, actually. You'd hate to be a Carlton supporter right now. You just get given all these little sniffs and then it's bloody nut, all snuffed out. My three votes went to Oliver Wines. Um, mate, I thought he was bloody good. I think he led disposals for the game as well. Hang on, I'm just going to bring my stats up. Lost my page. There we go. Um, yeah, so he had 32 disposals, um, five marks, three tackles, just just bull like he does. Yeah, mate. Uh, I actually went with a blue with my three votes, uh, and it's Sam Walsh. He, I thought, was a clear best on. Um, 29 disposals. Six tackles, 32 pressure acts. He led the ground. Um, he's putting pressure on bloody everywhere. Because led no the ground in the clearances, <laughs> led the ground in score involvements. Um, he kicked a goal. What more can he do besides win the bloody game? Win a brown line, maybe. Maybe he will this year. I think he's, he's yeah, definitely I, on track. I agree with you, Ty. I thought he outshone anyone else on the ground. So, yep, Walsh got my three votes this week. Walsh got my two. Very so, good. Yeah, that's surprising, Bards, that you've given him your three. Yeah, I've, yeah, I'm you hate him. You don't like him. You're a critic in the past. Um, yeah, mm. he had a good game. No, good, 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 good. <laughs> uh, and uh, both got my two votes there. I thought um, he played a very good game again. Led the ground for contested possessions. Um, yeah, just we, but yeah, he's yeah, good. Yeah, I didn't have both in there, mate. Actually, uh, my two vote went to Ollie Wines as well. Just his. Um, yeah, he's just Ned went through all them. I don't need to add to that. Just a bull, isn't he? Yeah, he was strong. He was strong all game. The difference is you, you noticed a few of the Port players at different times, whereas the whole game, the only Carlton bloke I noticed was Walsh. So, therefore, he still stood that bit higher than the two Port blokes too, two or three Port blokes. So, yeah. Fair enough. Um, I actually split my split my one vote. So, I split it between uh, Darcy Byrne-Jones and Carl Amon, two blokes that won't poll very highly. Um, Carl Amon's quite an underrated midfielder, I think. Week in, week out, he does his job for the team. He never has a bad game. Doesn't light it up and get 40 disposals very often, if ever. But he's just always there, and I thought he was really good this week. And Darcy Byrne-Jones as well, again, he's been really, really good this year. Very consistent. So, yeah, bit of a weird one there. Neither are going to really feature, but, yeah, just a bit of recognition. Shit haircut for Byrne-Jones too, so that's plays in his favour. Um, I had Robbie Gray. I thought he was absolutely dominant in that forward 50 there for Port Adelaide. Um, he only kicked three goals, but um, he was just dangerous and looked really good inside there. Um, on with you then, Ev, with one vote for Carl Amon. I agree with you. He's, um, yeah, I echo all your sentiments, really. He's very underrated, Carl Amon. His, his speed out of a pack... Um, Electric, isn't he? And just breaks the lines, has a bounce. He's starting to grow some real confidence. So I think with the likes of Butters and that out, he's going to get a lot more time in there and he's going to be become pretty dominant. Like one of those guys that really, yeah, just surprise the AFL in general and show what he can do in a different position. Um, on haircut, who did you mention then that had a bad haircut? Dusty Byrne-Jones. Yeah, right. So you know who does have a worse haircut than him that I didn't see until last week? Is Zach Butters. Oh, Man, yeah, it's, it's garbage. What a shit haircut. It just looks like do someone's you know hacked he, at it. Do you know who he reminded me of as soon as I saw it? Was it, You all know Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. <laughs> Lloyd, <laughs> Lloyd <laughs> of Dumb and Dumber. Lloyd Christmas, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Lloyd Christmas. Fair <laughs> he has gone out and asked for the Lloyd Christmas cut. 
It is bloody ugly. Anyway, Zach. That, it's probably not the worst you, in the comp, mate. Probably not the worst. You won't be pulling at the One pump, of these Zach. weeks, we'll, we might have a comp and we'll pick our top three. We'll shit us haircuts and we'll cut yeah, and we'll put a poll. We'll put a poll on our Facebook yeah, page and, we'll and get the Yeah, we will. We'll get some votes and we'll see what happens. Yeah, so. Right in. Uh, all right, next game, I've got uh, Lions Dons. Uh, so we spoke about this bloke earlier on, um, the reigning Brownlow medalist. He's back uh, with three votes. He was just dominant. 38 touches and two goals. Um, just went into absolute beast mode and, um, yeah, dragged him to a big win again. Yeah, man. Um, Perfect. Lockie Neal, three votes. Good on you, mate. Good to see you get a few back on the board. Took seven marks in the wet too, so that's bloody good for the little fella. Three votes. Uh, Daniel Rich has got the two votes for me. I thought um, 940 metres gained. He's nearly cracked a ton. Um, absolutely unreal. Um, 28 of his touches were kicks. Um, so, mate, he was he was very, very good. Had a lot of intercepts. In a, inside 50 um, delivery. He's so he good, good to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, they look for him, they give it to him, and he sets up so much of the Lions play forward. Um, yeah, you got my two votes too, mate. It was brilliant. Same, lock him in for two. Uh, and the one vote, I've got um, Hugh McCluggage. Um, yeah, I thought his ball ball use is just very good to watch. He's um, smooth, he's working hard, um, kicked a goal. Um, and 27 pressure acts. He's not stuffing around, being a lazy bastard. He's getting in and, and um, smashing people. Yeah, um, bit of a toss-up this one. There was two or three I was choosing between, and I lent, so I reckon Neville will be sitting on the fence for sure on this one. Um, I went with Danaher, boys. Um, you know, he didn't kick five, six, seven goals or anything, but the guy was bloody unbelievable. Um, can you give me... You got the stats there still, Ty? Mm. How career, many marks career, did he take? Oh, marks. Who are we talking about? Eight. Joe Danaher. the ground. Eight marks oh. for a big yeah, man in the wet. Real big game. So good. He was all the way... He was just all over the ground, and I think he's still got 23 or four disposals. 25, mate. Career yeah. high. Mate, he was huge, eh? So... He almost beat Rich for me for two votes, to be honest. His presence was awesome. Saving so. himself for the for the Dons. Really good. I um I split years, surprising enough. McCluggage and Denner <laughs> cool half each. Um, on that um, metres gained by Daniel Rich, um, one of our followers sent through, only seven people have cracked a 1,000 metres gained in a match. Oh, ever, really? Ever in the since, AFL. Since stats have been recorded. Yeah. Only yep. seven, so... Um, Lukosius had about 860 metres last year in one game. That was the most. Um, and that was shortened game, so he could have probably well cracked it last year. But, um, yeah. Rich I, did that in the wet too. Yeah, there were a couple of real big ones this week. 940, I think there was a 960 or so as well this week. So, wow. uh, yeah, they're getting there. Really pushing hard. Very good, mate. Um, Crow's dog. Yeah, th- thanks for sending that through to us too, whoever that – didn't, you didn't name drop there, but um, – yeah, mate, excellent to, to get a bit of feedback from viewers on a few things like that because you only raised that the other week that it's a big thing for you, Ty. Mm. The meters gained. Uh, righto, mate, Frio's versus Crows. Uh, best on ground here was toss-up between two Fremantle lads, but uh, Andy Brayshaw got the nod. Just his last quarter went to that little bit extra level over uh, Mophead for me. So he got three votes, Andy Brayshaw. He did it all. Brayshaw was the best, three votes. Yeah, I've got Andrew Brayshaw as well. Um Unreal. Unreal. Yeah, he's probably one of the underrated <coughs> mids that could be polling pretty highly at the moment, I dare say, for us fellas. Just um, can't take a tag. Yeah, well, it just depends how many times he gets tagged, though, because thankfully mm. in his favour, he's still playing for a poorer, or, you know, on the cusp of the eight sort of to- uh, mm. team, where 
some sides are going to go out there if they have a tagger and just not tag him because they well, think they can And Fife's them, been so. playing forward as well, so um, they're sort of... He, he's see, the big he's man the in the middle. Guy, yeah. He can fly under without getting that tag and he could sneak a lot of votes. Um, two, as I just mentioned before, boys, Mophead Mundy. Um, God, he's playing great footy. Just really consistent football. He's a clearance beast, uh, Mundy. Yeah, he got my two votes. Ageless. He is. Got my two votes as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Mophead's got mine as well, mate. He was he's 35. Un- is he? That's unreal. Wow. Football player, and if you turn him upside down, you can clean your floor. So he's unreal. Again, <laughs> utility. Is I he's, he... a, he's a utility. He can play anywhere. <laughs> I reckon he'd bleed dust if he fucking got cut open. Forward, back, kitchen floor, oh, anywhere. A couple older than him out there, isn't there? <laughs> oh, not many. <laughs> Maybe Burgoyne? <laughs> Just. <laughs> um, boys, the one vote went to the best of the rest um, on the opposition side, and that was Rory Laird. Just. Just so uh, consistent, Lady. Always getting around that thirty disposals, tackle machine. Um, he just he's just loving playing on the ball. I split my vote, so Laird got half vote. I'm glad you had room for him because he's my sneak. I like him for the a top ten in the Brownlow. I reckon he'll sneak in there. So top yep. twenty definitely. He's paying a lot. But um, also split it with uh, Luke Ryan, mate. He had 24 disposals from the back line. 21 of them kicks, 10 marks. Um, really led the charge from back there. So, yeah. Yeah, I had um, Luke Ryan unlucky not to get a vote. Um, also Fife unlucky. Um, Laird got mine, but... I mean, shit, mate. Yeah, Laird got mine. Um, you said it, he was unreal. Sweet as. Right, well, Hawks D's. So, um, what's your second last game of the round? Um, one name, gone. Three votes. If you read the match report too, it said he was best of field. So lock it in, three votes. There was actually a couple of blokes that were bloody good in this game too. But, mate, he was just an animal. He kicked a goal, 26 disposals, 10 marks, about a 1,000 hit-outs. Yeah, killed it. Yeah, 24 hit-outs, mate. Um, I've got him there at three votes. Um, and it was tough because like, there's so many guys that were dominant in their positions and... Well, even Ed Langdon was bloody running all the way down the ground, kicking three goals. So, and he didn't get a vote for me. Geez, their his pace has really added a lot to He's that bloody team, quick, hasn't it, mate? Yeah, him uh, and Hunt off that halfback and Salem too. Quick. Mm. Yeah, uh, boys, three votes definitely. He also won the medal. There was a medal for this game as well. Um, so yeah, match report didn't mention. They I get medals for bloody everything. But yeah, there was a medal in this one, and he also got that. So yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a medal. Might have, no, it might, it might not have been a medal, you know. It might have just been a... Um... You might just be talking shit. No, he might have just been... <laughs> shit, I don't know. He was best on ground. Let's call Move it on. a medal. B-I-G, best on ground medal. Uh, on medal. I just remembered he had a cup in his hand. I think it might have been just a It was a probably a beer afterwards. I reckon it might have been It was for a charity or Gatorade something. Gatorade or something. So. Um, anyway, Petraka for two. <laughs> the people dying and you're taking the piss. Uh. Had room for, Ferrari, for the Ferrari. Kicked two goals. Only 23 disposals, so not the big like prolific game that he has had but everything he did he was just in amongst it and noticeable and yeah the guy's unstoppable at the moment yeah rum, rum. I had the Ferrari as well mate two goals two goal assists far out he's mate he was good, good. Eh? yeah he is good and he look he stands out every touch he gets he stands out he's a big unit uh, good looking bloke full of muscles he just bumps <laughs> people out of the way <laughs> says boom and when he kicks the goals, you see him get up, and you love this, Bards, when people celebrate a goal. I do, he I do. gets up and pumps his whole bloody team up, pumps the crowd. That's why he does Everyone's it too. He up. He knows the umpires love it. Mm. Yeah. And they do. That's why they give him two he, votes over... Cheeky bugger. Little ginge. 
You know who else loves it is Ty Clarkson because <laughs> you might have tipped him, didn't you? Uh, mate, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty happy with how he's playing at the moment. Um, I'm happy with it. He's not in my votes, boys. So oh, at all? No, he didn't get there. Um, in fairness, he was very close. But if he, even if he was, it was definitely Doesn't mean shit. shit. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it was definitely only the one vote for Tracker. Um, he was a tiny bit quieter for me this game. Uh, he had a pretty good last quarter. Um, look, he kicked a goal, which was... You know, that was cute. Nice, mate. Got a goal to ice it. Um, no, no, in the last quarter, I mean. Oh, so right. He got one goal there, which really helped cap his game. If he didn't get that, he was probably definitely not getting there for me, whereas that made him get very close. Uh, but my two votes went to the Ginger Ninja in Oliver. Um, <laughs> I was wondering mate, when you were going to get there. There wasn't, well, there wasn't much. There was, he beat Petraka in every stat except the two goals. And I do love leaning towards midfielders that hit the scoreboard as well. But across the four quarters, I noticed Oliver way more than I noticed Petraka in this game. Yeah, mm. He was the typical ball. Tell you who else has a shit haircut? Clayton Oliver. Mm. I don't even know if it's a haircut. I don't know what it is. It looks like, I don't know. It's like a bit of a mop on top. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's really bad. But he split the one vote with uh, Christian Salem. I thought he was bloody unreal. Off halfback, 30 disposals, 22 kicks, 7 marks, couple of tackles. Really helped them drive drive home. And Hawthorne were right in it up until about three-quarter time. And then Deesh just went bang in that last quarter and put him to bed. And, yeah, so split between Oliver and Salem for the yeah. last vote. I had Oliver there with my one vote. He would have got the two if he had a kick straight. Um just missed those missed two shots. Two, he went 0-2, yeah. yeah. didn't he? 0-2, yeah. If he had have kicked one of those even, he probably gets up. Yeah. Just just on the um the celebration thing you say there with Petraka, which we know it's guaranteed, that's standard, that's a helper for Brownlow votes. Last week we touched on how um Oliver picked it up and pretended to have a torpedo punt at goal after the siren from like the centre circle. Was never a chance and knew it. I believe he's added that to his game, boys. Just take a note of that. Banter. Bit of banter with the umpire. That there is, there's no reason to take that kick. He never had any intention. Do you know All why he, he wanted took to it? do that flog? As much as I love him, flog. No, as much as I love him, <laughs> all he wanted to do was just have that kick, keep laughing at the umpire, have a giggle, walk off, give him a pat on the shoulder. He's just playing it up, mate. These blokes are going above and beyond criteria that we've enabled. <laughs> to um to get votes in the Brownlow here, and I'm telling you now, he's added that to his game. Well, Pretty sure he, he just wanted the extra the disposal. Others. I reckon he's didn't matter about the kick; in, it was just the extra disposal. I reckon he's captain himself in fantasy. That's why he did it. <laughs> Could be right too. But anyway, he had a chuckle there with the ump, and I picked up on it, boys. I'm telling you, it's a thing. Banter with umpires get you a long way. One other thing you talk, we'll just mention Oliver Owen too. Going back to another game, do anyone see Toby Green? What he did? Well, oh, yeah, well. Oh, and one and seven. One. Oh, he yeah. kicked one. One yeah. seven. Seven. Yeah. Fuck, that's five bad. Was bad. Last week. Horrible. And tell you what, he'd be getting more votes again if he managed to kick five. Or six. Mate, if he had to kick three more of those, he's in the votes for sure. Yep. What a clown. Um, sorry, boys. Segway there, but sorry. one vote there for me actually went to O'Meara. Um, Lightnev said Hawthorne were actually in this game for a long, long time. It was only the last ten minutes that they sort of got. Blown off the park, and O'Meara was a beast up until that point. Um, and he kept trying, but uh, yeah, I just thought potentially that it was a game that was close enough where one should go to the uh, opposition side that lost, and he was it. Yes. Uh, all right, last game of the round, and I'm so glad to be able to, to kick us off with a Cats win. So Cats versus North. Uh, Putty Cats got up by 30-odd. Um should have and, been like 80 odd. And yeah, well, no, they were shit outs. <laughs> the, actu- the accuracy was actually pretty poor. 
uh, for the for the game. Uh, Parfit's got the three there. He was undisputed king of the ground. Um, Thirty-four disposals, led the ground, led the ground in tackles, clearances. Um, yeah, he was good. Yeah, it clearly clearly best on ground, mate. And I'm pretty sure in the match report, this one also mentioned he was best of field. So you can lock that in. Agree with you there, boys. Parfit for three. Uh, my two I've given to a backman, Tom Stewart. Um, mate, I thought he was outstanding. He just kept filling the hole um, wherever they'd kick it. Wherever they'd kick it, he was just standing there by himself, taking intercept mark. Um, and he took 14 intercept marks. Yeah, then sent the fuckers back amount. the other way. Um, yeah, if he wasn't there, um, you know, Kangaroos are uh, in a much better spot, probably beating Geelong. So yeah, he was good. if you didn't call that stat, mate, I was going to... It was phenomenal. Um, I thought for a while there, the Kangaroos thought he was wearing their jersey. Like, he just <laughs> kept kicking it down his throat. So, yeah, great read of the footy and, yep, killed it. With you there, boys. Tom Short for two. Are yes. we on a sweep here? Oh, I think so. Oh, I hope so. I think it might get swept away here. But... Uh, um, 10-17, the Cats kicked. It's bloody pathetic. Um, wankers. Anyway, Menegola there's got me one vote. Uh, he was... Oh, shit, no sweep. Absolutely unreal, um, especially late in the game. I thought um, his second half was um, the best on ground. Um, but, yeah, he was good. Two goals, goal assists, a um, couple of clearances. If you had a look at his heat map covered the whole ground there wasn't a spot where he wasn't so even the bench he was there as well very good good game uh yeah mate fair enough now geez it's probably a game where i'm lucky to have given one to the opposite (coughs) opposing team because it was a bit of a margin still in this one in the end but um ben cunnington just did cunnington things um (laughs) he was Back to a bloke that doesn't have a shit back. I thought you said something else. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but honestly, he was back to being a bloke that doesn't have a bad back. He was strong. Um, he was able-bodied, which always helps him. And he just... That combination with Goldstein was back. And without him there, North, you can see why North Melbourne get beaten by 100 points or more. Um, with him there, yeah, he just... He keeps them in a game for way longer than they probably deserve to be. And, um, yeah, Match Report touched on it too. Like, yeah, him and Goldie was noticeable how well they were working together, just like they used to, so. He was a bull, mate. Um, but I had to side with Ty here. Man of goal has got my one. So, Ty said it all. I think if he wasn't so quiet in the first half, I reckon he pushes Parfit <laughs> for uh, BOG honours. But because he had a quiet first half, he just snuck in there for the one. That's it, boys. That's a wrap on the votes. That is. Now, what we're going to get into next, fellas, is just touching on... Yeah, tips from the start of the year. Uh, last year, we did the same thing. Um, you know, we, we tipped our winner, if you're only just joining in on the conversation now uh, on the podcast. Uh, we tipped a winner for the start of the year. We tipped our best Ruffy at the start of the year. And we tipped a bloke we didn't think we could that could win the Brownlow at all, despite him being in the market. So we're going to catch up with them, boys, and see just how, how we're progressing with our calls, whether we're uh, garbage or good. Okay, boys, so I'll kick it off. First off, uh, my tip to win the Brownlow medal. Um, been a little bit impeded so far with that concussion, but hopefully he gets gets his wheels back on. And my tip was Nat Fife. Now, currently, unfortunately for me, um, I I only have him on two votes at the moment, boys. So around the table, what do you got Fife on there, Nev? Five. I've got him on three votes. Oh, it's good. Three uh, votes. Music to my ears. I've got Fife on three as well. Yeah, one good game from him so far. Yep. Excellent. Rightio. So... 
Um, now, out of interest, just so we know where we're at as far as a um, target's concerned, I guess, what's your current leaderboard? Who's, who's winning the Brownlow medal at the moment? What's he on? I mean, I've got Taylor Walker still leading on nine votes. Yeah, I've got Tex and Dusty tied on nine, uh, but it's pretty log-jammed up there. Yep. I've, I've got those two as well tied up there. So Okay, so, yeah. so just it's just to give us a bit of a, um, I suppose, a, a bar, setting set the bar there that Fife's on three votes, but don't be like, that's completely awful. Because it's only two games it's away. It's two games away from uh, almost being at the top of the board again. So it's still early days, but it's just interesting to see where we're travelling. My Ruffy boys, who was, I might add, paying $46 at the start of the season, was Clayton Oliver. Uh, now, I currently have the Ginge on eight votes. Nev? Seven and a half, mate. Righto. Far out. 46 friggin' dollars. Eight votes for Oliver for me as well. Yeah, Righto. he's one off the leader. So he's polling, polling nicely there, guys. So... Yeah, check your markets mm. out. Yeah, Ruffy, no more. I know he's still double figures, though. So, um, yeah, still, still worth a bloody look. He's tracking really well. Um, and my lay boys at the start of the year, who was who was about $11 or something like that, he might have been nines or something, was Matt Rowell. Um, obviously, things are looking good for my call on that one, thanks to an injury to the poor bugger. But, um, yeah, Matty Rowell, not going well at all. So, um, yeah, Ty's just got that up for me now. Clayton Oliver. So Clayton Oliver's currently still at $21 to win the Brownlow medal. So, yeah, he's halved in his odds, but still, God, that's overs, boys. Would you agree? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, you, you can get a play just, on that uh, with a cash out, even if he comes yeah. in to bloody half that. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to put some money like, on money the, goes up. The fact is, uh, <laughs> Nev's placing a bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fact is, Melbourne are winning games. Um, there's only three to four of them that are really prolific ball getters uh, including Gorn in that so um, he's going to keep getting votes guys um, anyway onward and upward Tybo mate let's go through you you tipped his teammate actually Petraka to win the Brownlow medal this year that's right uh, that was your genuine tip now I've currently got track on five votes so thereabouts oh you robbed him mate yeah, uh, I've got him on there. seven seven okay yeah. I've got him on seven and a half Oof. Right. So him and him and Oliver neck and neck Okay, so Petraka going quite well. So your Not tip's bad. definitely out of my actual tip at the moment, Ty. That's for sure. Um, and your Ruffy mate, I think he was twenty six dollars start of the year. No, 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 sixty. Oh, 60, sorry, sixty three yep. or something. Yeah, Six, for in the sixties. He was mm. in the sixties. Correct. Hell's Correct bells. Was Luke Parker? Now I've got him on five votes as well. I've yeah. got him on three. Oh, I've got him on six. Um, All right. Yeah, so one more than you, obviously, Bards. But, but um, wow, we're yeah, at 60s. Uh, so, anyway, he's, he's ticking along. Not bad, so not bad. Just comes down to whether or not Sydney continue to win games of footy, I guess, like we spoke about earlier. And, mate, your lay, uh, like you said, cannot win it despite being in the market, was Paddy Cripps. That's right, mate. I've got him on four votes at the moment. So, he's still getting a few there. Well, he's actually more than my own tip in five. He's only, so. a, he's only a game behind Oliver. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you got him on now? I've got him on three, mate. You got him on three. Yeah, I've got uh, him on two votes, Cripper. No, oh, I've got him the most. There you go. So, all right. So, things are looking okay for your call there, Ty. He's not going well, but um, never out of it. Uh, and, Nev, your tips, interestingly enough, uh, the people would love to hear that Nev's tipped Pat Cripps to win the Brownlow. Ty's a scumbag. <laughs> so, we don't need to, re- <laughs> we don't need to recap... Um, yeah, anything there, really. We know what votes he's on. But your Ruffy Nev, this guy was at $26. Yep. Zach Merritt. Zach Merritt, um, mate. I only have him on two <laughs> votes at the moment. I've only got him on three and a half. Okay. And I've got him on four. 
Right, mm. all right. They're all around. So there. anyway, main thing is they're on the board at this stage, early yeah. days. So never out of a. And you got to look. The leaders are on what nine. Mm. They're That's only right. two games away, That's right. aren't they? But worryingly enough for you, Neville Bartos, is, um, mate, you've laid Marcus Bontempelli, said he cannot win it this <laughs> nah, year. he Will can't, mate. It? He can't. <laughs> so, <laughs> stick to your guns. Yeah, mate, got her. He's, um, he's currently on three votes for me, which isn't a hell of a lot either. Only three. But I'd say he's probably in the form of his career. <laughs> you sure you haven't missed any votes? Yeah, I swear you've I've had him, him two seven. BOGs. Yeah. Well, I might have to double check. He's definitely had two bobs. Well, he got okay. a BOG yeah. this week, and Benefit I reckon the earlier. Doubt, I might have had a mare here. We'll say he's on six. <laughs> yeah. Which is worse for you, mate. You should yeah. have been happy. I've got him on three. No, because I know you're wrong there. What have you got um, now? i got him on six and a half, mate. He's yeah. had two BOGs without a doubt. Oh, yeah. I don't think um, I had it this week's for him. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, mate, you can't win it. <laughs> too many dogs wins. getting votes there. That, that's the only reason why I laid him is... I just thought, nah, my tip's not going to win, Cripper. So let's try something yep. a little bit more spicy. And there's too many dogs there to get votes. If he wins it, Bucky's done well. Yep. <laughs> anyway, boys, just interesting to always see how we're, how we're traveling along from what we predicted at the start of the year. And there's a few well and truly in the hunt. It's good to see we're all quite even with each of our, like, do you know what I mean? We're all around the mark with a lot of our votes. We're not right out. Someone doesn't have mm. one and someone's got them on six. They're all pretty even. That's so I think it. that, bon- yeah. Bontempelli's yeah. actually second favourite at the moment for the Brownlow medal. Wow. Yeah. And where's, where's Nev? <laughs> yeah. He can't win it. There, mate. Where's Nev's actual tip in Paddy Cripps? Paddy Cripps. He's still paying $6 or something. <laughs> you were a rookie uh, at this last year, no, Nev, not no, this year. No, he's well down. Uh, <laughs> he's about day. ninth or 10th, paying 15 bucks 15, for, okay. for Cripper. Well, they're still keeping um, close. Good value. Got to look on the bright side. Lock him in the top 20, boys. Okay, boys, let's get some chat about the Coleman going. Alrighty. I'll take the reins here for once. Uh, Coleman Coleman chat. So, Tex is out in front at the moment on 22 goals, um, followed by Rerolt and Josh Bruce on 17. And then McKay and Hooker on 16. So there's your top five. Now, Tex is paying four bucks at the moment. So How many votes Tex on, mate? How many votes? Oh, sorry. How many, uh, how many goals Tex 22, on? mate. 22, 22 already. 22 wow. already from five games. And then Bruce, did you and say? And then Josh Bruce and Jack Rewalt tied on 17. Now, yep. just so you know, Rewalt's paying $8. Josh Bruce paying $26. You can kick 10, 10 goals in a game. I reckon you're every chance this year. Where's me mate, Harry Mackay, mate? Do you have that up? He's or actually not? next, mate. Oh, so, is he? Yeah, so he's he's tied for third there or fourth or whatever you want to work it. So Mackay and Kale Hooker, surprisingly enough, wow. tied on 16 goals. Now, oh. Mackay's paying $6.50. So he's actually second favourite, I think. No, sorry, Tom. Obviously, I was pretty bullish about him the other week, so you I'm going to stick to my guns there. I just want to know where he was at. You so. were, mate. Um, and Hook is paying $26. So, two blokes not expected to probably be up there. Yeah, I think... Um, Tom Lynch is there, if, too. If you had a look at the three big West Coast players there, Darling, Allen, and um, Kennedy, 15, 14, 13, I think you can nearly put a line through one of them winning it because so they're all they're sharing one? it. All of them. No, well, we, oh, we I don't think oh, we, any we of did, the Eagles are going to win we it. We did put a line through Kennedy uh, a couple of weeks ago there. We mentioned Kennedy, we said, won't win it because uh, there's too many, too many too sharing much with Allen. So exactly. That but, and Darling chipping in as well. Um, it's just, it, 
you can put a line through the whole team. And the only other one we put a line through, boys, despite the fact that he's he's probably on 12 or so goals at the moment, was Lance Franklin. And that was just because we said he, his body wouldn't see the season out. Yeah. So, and um, lo and behold. Yeah, interestingly enough. Yeah, I think Tom Lynch is second favourite on $6 still. I don't know why because he's barely kicked. Tom Lynch, he's kicked 10 goals. Ten, yeah. yeah, only 10. Still 12 behind though, but second favourite. That's rubbish. Yeah. Considering Jack Wewalt's outside him, he's kicked seven more already. But anyway, um, the bars bet. So we were all unanimous that Denneher was going to win. Uh, he's only on nine goals at the moment, um, paying seventeen dollars. Too he's, far away? No, he's in the hunt. I'll, I, think he, I'll, I won't write him off yet. There, they haven't played North Melbourne yet. For me, it's much the same as last time we spoke about him. We said he's not doing <coughs> enough, but he's not far enough away to rule him out because. This year, key forwards, it is like you just said. It's just that one bag, and all of a sudden you could be back in it. You know, Tex might have had his two decent bags. Bruce has had his big one. Um, they might only go one to two goals rest of the season now. Uh, if Joe can get seven in a game, he's, he's right then, up there, isn't he? Then he's every chance at maybe going, you know, a three goal here yeah. or there. So, but so yeah. they're not ruling out our bet. I'll tell you what I don't like with the Lions, though, is, is if Oscar's not fit. Um, if there's another time in the year where Oscar's not fit, uh, we really lose that kick down the line to a Ruckman, that next kick when we're in a bit of trouble or under pressure in games of footy. And you're finding Joe Danaher is leading all the way up the wing to become that link uh, kick and mark because yep. we just need a focal point, which means that he's obviously kicking a hip ball to whoever he's kicking to. It doesn't matter a bugger, really. It means he's up the ground rather yeah. than being back in that goal square leading out of there, which is where we need him kicking goals. So... Oscar needs to stay fit or he's in huge trouble. Yeah, no, but, I agree there. I, I like the look of that Danaher coming down the ground. It's uh, brilliant, for, for the Lions, just... but not for Not for Coleman. Coleman, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I like the look of it for the Lions, so I think it's good, good yeah, for he's them running to freely, have him doing He's fit that. as, yeah. but um, I just don't want him to keep doing that because mm. that's where it's hurting us. So. Yeah. Um, the only other one, look, we're, we did mention Charlie Dixon. We're all pretty, pretty up and about. We thought he'd go all right this year, but he's only kicked eight so far. And they haven't played terrible games of footy. I think one bad game. He's only paying nine bucks still. So he's got to get a wriggle on to be any chance, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Fair enough, mate. There's not really much else there. Tom Lynch is on, on 10, whatever. No, I six, think Mackay but... and Rewalt really are your... Um, I'm, I'm still pretty strong on Mackay. But I think Rewalt's very good value there too because Richmond have just came out and showed on the weekend. They've just flexed their muscle and said, mate, we're still here to put big... Like, the, the thing is they can put big scores on. Yeah. So and he never kicks less than two, and they score mm. quick. So he's he might not get a bag of seven or eight, but he could get five games of five. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's where other players Definitely. are getting twos. So yeah, well, he's done it before three three times. He's won the common yeah, medal. He's so just so um, consistent. So yeah, very good, fellas. Under the pump, eh? Let's get into it. Alrighty, under the pump time. I got the first question. So, straight into it. Ben from Brizzy. Oh, Jesus, we're away. Lockie Neal, best on ground for me this week, as maybe you guys will have as well. You boys think he still has a chance of winning the Brownlow? Uh, oh, he's only six votes behind. Could be, yeah. Two games. Uh, no, he won't. If, um, yeah. So Brisbane, no chance. No chance. Brisbane start winning a few more games. The, the sides that think they can be beaten by Brisbane will tag him, and he'll yeah get shut down. Always a chance this early, I think. Um, not going to write him off, but yeah, 
want to see more. Still a chance. Yeah, geez, I'll put my balls on the line there, haven't I? Yeah. <laughs> you've, just, <laughs> you've just got no, no chance. Just, just Raining Brownlow brown medalist. Medicine. <laughs> Raining Brownlow medalist. <laughs> five rounds win, in, nah, not the a chance. The blueprint's been shown. If, anyway, sorry. Hey, 30 I'm, seconds I'm pretty well sure up. the buzzer's gone. <laughs> Righto. Um, <laughs> this one is from Mick from Toowoomba. Boys, loving the podcast. Um, who finishes higher in Brownlow votes, Oliver or Petraka? Petraka, oh. all day, every day. Don't isn't, even bother isn't asking. Isn't that the question? Asking this play. No, they're going to be yeah. very close. Um, very close. I still think Oliver will. I wouldn't be surprised if in a few games later in the year, a tag actually does go to Tracker instead of Oliver too, which will shake things up. Can't drag track. Um, he's going to, he'll be, he'll finish in top. He'll finish on top out of the two. Definitely. Yep. We've got Definitely. a sneaky side bet, 50 bucks between me and we Buzz. Do, we do, the, which uh, is why that was the top voter. Oh. So what, 50 bucks you for track to, to bet win? Yeah, yeah. and I've said Oliver will get more votes than Ooh. track. Yeah, it's between the two, yeah. I like that. Mate. What if they tie? Do I get 100? No. You've, you're still sitting <laughs> on the fence, mate. You don't receive anything. <laughs> yeah, you've probably got you both of them, you <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they are. Um, righto. So um, this actually had a question. Braith from Ipswich says, I see you boys posted up that the markets are out early for top five, top 10, top 20 on sports bet. Absolute legends. Yeah, yes. so we did that earlier in the week, I think, didn't we? Yeah, so um, Braith, well, was it? We haven't really touched on this, well, actually. No, and we will. Um, so first of all, credit to Braith um, for picking up on it because, um, yeah, some obviously didn't. And He the, said he got on a couple and too. And the problem is these, um, these markets are only up for short periods of time and they're only up potentially once a month, once every two months. Um but even more credit, Braith actually goes to another fellow listener who posted into us um, about three weeks ago. Michael, he, his name is. Yeah, he uh, he got uh, saw, saw the early market released. Um, you know, one late late one afternoon or at night, it came out. I think it was only up for a day um, because he mentioned it to us the next day to through a PM, and, and we went gone. to look for the market to get on early as well because he said they were way overs, and uh, it was already gone. So. Thanks to Michael, though. He he uh, shot us through again that the markets were up again. We jumped on. We latched on. I know here at the bar... We've latched on. <laughs> we certainly had some big conversations going in our group chat, and we uh, invested a little bit of money there across a lot of multis for top five, top 10, top 20 vote getters. And I can just say right now that the odds that some of these players are at are enormous overs. Like, you could still get $4.80 for Tim Taranto to make top 20... Um, some blokes that have been prolific in the past are still, you know, $2.50 in that to, to get top, 10, top even. 10, top 20. So when you multi them into just five or six guys, um, phenomenal odds. So what we are going to do here at the bar is just to let listeners know um, when these markets come out again, we won't just post and tell you they're up. Have a look. We're also going to post a, uh, a multi for a top 10 finish, a multi of four or five players that are currently tracking really well for us, that we're confident will continue to track and should hopefully, barring an injury to them, finish top 10 by season's end. And I guarantee you, if you get on this multi, provided there's not a bloody season injury to one of them, um, at least at worst, the odds that you get are going to be enormous. I know I put one on with five players, fellas, I know you did too. Um, five players to make top 10 who I'm pretty confident are going to. And it's paying it was, it was over paying 100 bucks. $140 or something, just the multi alone. So $20 on that, and that's a huge return. Um, you know, it's a small risk at this time of the year to get a huge payout. So Big night on the source. Absolutely. Um, no, glad you brought that up. Well, yeah, good stuff, Nev. Good to touch on it. Right. Well, this is the last question I've got. 
So, uh, John from Melbourne. So, not Brownlow-related, lads, um, but I'm a diehard Pies fan. But can Dugowie even play football anymore? Completely (laughs) useless this year. To use your word, he's a flog. Will he come good, or should we cut our losses and not, like, as a Pies fan, should we cut our losses, or... Oh, what should they do with him? Yeah, should we cut our losses and not not sign him to this massive contract? Well, reading that, that's sort of what he's talking about, so... Can you can you reiterate for me what his contract is going to be? Because I, I honestly I don't know what it is exactly. Put it this way: any more than ten bucks a week, and he's <laughs> not worth it. No, they're talking ridiculous money. They let Trelaw go. Yeah, that's right. They let Phillips go good. just to try and fit him in. So yeah. and Stevenson. So yeah, um, yeah. Time's, time's on. Yeah, good. Uh, well, if Bucks had a bloody listen to the podcast, he would have known not to put that flog in the middle, and he wouldn't have had a broken bloody nose. Um, if he's played in his right position, he's worth a bit of money. Not as much as what they're talking, but he's worth some kind of money if he's playing as a full forward. He's not, so fuck him. No deal. No money for you. Yeah, bring his. it's done in the club a favour. Bring his value down, but he's still a great forward. Buy him. Just don't offer him the same. Yeah, offer him less. There you go. Right, that's my question's done. Yeah. Oh, there yeah, we go. Don't hate on him, hate the coach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, I've got a question here. Uh, it is from uh, Callum Francis. Uh, where is he from? I don't know where he's from. Anyway, uh, it's a question about the dogs. Callum's um, homeless. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, Sorry, he must Callum. have privacy settings or something on his Facebook. Um, uh, he said, uh, Dogs are on fire. Can the big four, Bont, Dunkley, Trelaw, and McRae, all finish in the top 20? Yes, I think they can. Unbelievable. Top 20, yes, they can. Top 10, no. I think they're going to finish top 20. That'd be a nice little multi. I'd like to know what it's paying as soon as the market's back up. All four of them, yeah. Mm. Can they tie? Oh, mate. Who's going to miss out? It's tough. Oh, I'm going to say no. Question I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. And, they won't all um, finish top 20. They won't all. And I think it'll be Trelaw that doesn't get there. Righto. Mm, okay. I'm just glad one of you have made... Shut up, buds! <laughs> bold statement as well, instead of just me. <laughs> right, is that the only one you've got? Yeah, mate. Okay, I've got one here, fellas, from, uh, from Shane from Frankston. Um, this one's Coleman Metal related, actually. Uh, Shane's written in and he said... Fellas, Toby Green is hated. Um, regardless, it doesn't stop the guy kicking goals. Can he win the Coleman medal? No, not a chance. When you kick 1-7, the guy's useless. Yeah, I guess the weekend didn't um, help. Yeah, no, nah, he can't win the Coleman medal, mate. He probably can. What's he on? About 14, 15 goals at the moment. Um, and if he's having eight shots a game, he can definitely win it. Um, he's making himself available for those shots and he's just... Oh. Oh, yeah. Capitalise. I don't think he can win it. I think he's doing enough now to actually become, <laughs> despite being a small forward, he's going to get a really good defender because he's doing so well. That's yeah. enough out of you, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, best bedtime, fellas. So, fellas, obviously another multi placed by the bar on the weekend. Um, we're putting 50 bucks on these every single week. Um, as a collective, thank God. <laughs> no, no, we're not going too bad, boys. Thanks to the money back uh, returns if you miss by one leg. And what happened this week, Ty? Uh, yeah, mate. Uh, the bet Same was... Same old story? <laughs> the, yeah. The bet was... Um, I had a lot of research in this and I thought it was a shoe in um, 
Tim Kelly to get 25. He had 28 disposals. Um, Gaff to have 25. He had bloody 1,001. 38. 38 of the things. Um, The one that let us down was Josh Kelly. Um, Josh Kennedy. uh, Sorry, Josh (laughs) Kennedy. Um, He, I had him for three, uh, three goals or more. He had one, one, I think he kicked. Uh, But the other two big guys were getting the feed. They had five each, Darling and um, Oscar. So he was injured um, too, Kennedy, for a while. Yeah. So unfortunately, um, oh, the old one leg curse, mate. Yeah, it's three in a row, boys. We've been close three times, and uh, but luckily, (laughs) I said last week only losers say that you get your money back, but. no, it's, it's true. You get your money back here <laughs> um, if one leg fails. So Yeah, uh, so, so far, boys, uh, we've had five bets, obviously, this year. Five rounds, that makes sense. Um, so, $50 each week. And uh, we've had the one loss. We've had the three bet returns. And um, the one win. So, yeah, currently, we've, we've had $150 back in uh, bonus bets. We've won 250 And um, we've just lost the $50 there. So, all in all, I guess if you were to, to call it cash, um, yeah, we're sitting on four hundred dollars after investing two fifty. So we're up one hundred fifty bucks, if my quick math is correct. Yeah, your math is probably a little right. bit off. I think it's anyway. Two- nonetheless, <laughs> with the bet returns, we're uh, we're up one hundred fifty to two hundred bucks still. So yeah, um, but we just want to get outright wins, boys. I'm sick of this uh, sympathy money back stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, close isn't good enough. Right, oh well, multi this week. Um, game start Friday this week, so markets have only just come out, and I want to do a bit more research. I want to make sure we get one for us here this week, so I'm going to post it later on in the week. Uh, have all the research to back it up, like we're doing this year. Uh, I think it's definitely helping us get a lot closer. So yeah, look for it about Thursday, definitely before the round starts. Uh, the bars best bet will be up on both of our socials, our Twitter and our Facebook page. So, yeah, look for it. Perfect. Well, that's all that needs to be said then. Yeah, it's a wrap. (laughs) Well, boys, that's a wrap. Uh, Another round gone. We're starting to get into a bit more of a a tally, I guess, as to uh, where the Brownlow's heading. This week was a bit quiet for a lot of the vote-getters we've had in recent weeks. So, I guess we'll wait and see if fortunes change and a few of the uh, noted vote-getters continue next week. Um, Stay tuned. Next week, we'll be doing a temperature check again with Tybo. Uh, we'll be checking in with our vote tallies as to where they're at. Uh, so always worth a listen, especially if you're going to play along with uh, an early multi on perhaps a top 10, top 20 finisher if that market comes out again. And uh, definitely keep the eye on our socials because we will also let you know if that market is up with uh, sports bet. Uh, because honestly, it doesn't stay up long. So And the value is currently there. So Yeah. Yeah, thanks for another good night, boys. Yeah, looking forward to footy this week. Anzac weekend. Always Ooh, best weekend of the one. year, I reckon, other than GF. So, yeah. Bloody oath. Pump for it. Another great, great round. You'll hear from us again next week. Ta-ta. Okay. Hooroo. Adios. <laughs>